Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another another wonderful weekly edition of Life with Liz. So you might notice this podcast is coming out on Monday versus Sunday. I've decided to change my episode drop day. Um, to a Monday because I feel like that's really when we kind of start our weeks, even though Sunday is technically the first day of the week. I feel like we um, just kind of set ourselves up for like, okay, like Monday, fresh week, fresh start, that kind of mentality. And so I decided I was just going to change my episode to be aligned with that kind of thinking and change it to a Monday drop. So I hope I don't disappoint anyone. But hopefully you still get the same value out of this. I really enjoy talking with all of you all. And I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. So I started thinking while I was home in Boonville for Christmas with my family about sugar. And let me kind of explain why. So I don't normally partake in sweets. And I don't normally eat my mom's sugar cookies which are an old family recipe from my dad's, um, my dad's grandma, my great grandma, and I think it goes back even further than that. I can't confirm or deny that source, but um, she makes them every year. My grandma used to make them. I really don't remember my great grandma all that much, but I know she made them, and it's kind of a family tradition. Before this year, I didn't eat eggs, so I had never really in the last 10, 11 years or so, partaked in eating the sugar cookies. I think I was right, because turns out they're like crack. Crack on a cracker, I would say. And I drank more wine than really even I thought I would. So I really let myself indulge over the holiday week. We were there for a full seven nights, and... Really got to enjoy spending time with my parents. We did a little house shopping in Kansas City because I'm trying to get my husband to move there. And it was fun. It was a good, fun week. I indulged. I didn't overindulge, but I also, I also you know, I'm very restrictive on the, um, the binge level of what I'll do. But I didn't deny myself sugar. I guess that's a long roundabout way of saying that. I don't normally eat a lot of sugar. So when I tell you it was like crack, it was really like crack. I had planned on having wine. I hadn't planned on having sweets. And I thought, oh my God, sugar really is so freaking addictive. So I wanted to do an episode all about sugar and why it's recommended that we should avoid eating it. You know, not just as bariatric patients, but in general as humans. It's okay to have a little, but your sugar should really come from a natural source, i.e. fruit. You know, I love strawberries. They have sugar and they have carbs. Neither one's going to kill me. It's coming from a gift from the gods, okay? So, Since the year of 1970, sugar consumption of the average person in the United States has increased to twice the amount of sugar recommended by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. That is crazy to me. 
So the food industry is under no obligation to tell you about the sugar that is virtually added to every product, including many staples like bread. So we're not eating a lot of carbs in this new life, but eventually we'll go back to eating what some would deem more normal foods or regular foods. But I wanted to put together the top 10 list of reasons to cut sugar out of your diet. Again, every once in a while, not that big of a deal, but don't find an excuse or make excuses to have sugar, right? So the first one is added sugar to your food, even your coffee or a smoothie or whatever it is. It's just empty calories. So you have to think about it like, do I really need that additive flavor? And when I say sugar, I mean even fake sugar, your Splenda, all that other stuff. None of it's good for you. And if you think, if you really like get into it, like anything that's been processed and squeezed into um, liquid droplets is, is probably also still not good for you. I don't care if it says it's only 10 calories for a tablespoon or whatever. You have to really think about the end of the day. So there's nothing but calories and sugar, and that is added to all products, and those calories have no essential nutrients in them. There's nothing that an additive sugar is going to give you. Literally no nutrients that are vital to your body are added in sugar. And that goes for all sugars from sucrose to high fructose corn syrup, all of it. Um, reason number two, we should avoid sugar. Added sugar equals tooth decay. So as you know, as a bariatric patient, whether you did RNY, whether you did VSG, the switch, whatever it may be, tooth decay can become a problem on this journey if you're not getting enough calcium, which is why it's recommended we take a calcium supplement If you're adding sugar or not cutting sugar out of your diet during this process when we're already getting so few nutrients and eating less than we did before and we have protein to focus on, that added sugar or remaining sugar, depending on your diet, is only going to add to a quicker tooth decay because now you're also not getting enough calcium, which you need to keep your bones strong and your teeth are bones. So the bad bacteria that lives in the mouth loves to feast on added sugar. And sugar does live in your mouth all the time from everything you eat. So if you really you really want to be on top of your dental regime, I guess is what I want to say. The easily digestible energy of sugar is literally candy to the bacteria that lives in your mouth. Enjoy that visual for a second. They will use the energy to create havoc for your teeth, providing, again, no benefit to your body whatsoever. Tooth decay leads to a number of other problems that are only exacerbated by the continued use of high of a high-sugar diet. So again, every once in a while, not a bad, bad thing. But if, again, if your sugar is coming from a natural source versus something that's processed, you're going to be okay because... The earth gives us what we need, basically. So really kind of just think about that for a second. Because I I know that I have felt a cavity pop up this year. And now I'm wondering, like, mm, did my, like, the morning of food 
that I did right before surgery, did that have anything to do with it? And Which I know seems crazy, but it doesn't take that much time to allow tooth decay to um, take over your mouth. The third reason we should cut out sugar, high fructose overloads delivered just like alcohol. This is something nobody mentioned to me in my class. They mentioned that the reason you shouldn't have alcohol or as much alcohol is because you process it quicker. It goes into the liver faster. It hasn't really been um, as diluted as it would on a full stomach. No one mentioned to me that sugar was just as dangerous as alcohol, which I find very interesting. Just that it was empty calories, no nutrients. I mean, those were really the things that were heavily pushed upon me, at least in my course. So I find it funny because when companies add sugar to their foods, they usually do so in the form of fructose rather than glucose. Glucose is a natural sugar that is virtually found in every living cell in the world. Again, glucose, good for you. Fructose is not a natural, it's not natural in the world, anywhere in the world whatsoever. Nor does it have any physical benefit to your body when ingested. The liver can metabolize glucose more easily than it can metabolize fructose. So if we're already getting a shortcut because our liver is absorbing food much more quickly now with our teeny tiny little stomach, then think about what that does with sugar. Like, this is like a normal plan that liver can't really metabolize sugar you have a tinier stomach and it's getting into your liver so much quicker, it's even more and more dangerous. So now I feel really, really guilty for eating those sugar cookies. Um, but that's, it's true. It's a fact. If there's too much fatty liver in the body, then your liver can do things including completely shut down. The fourth reason we should avoid sugar is that sugar can cause insulin resistance. Insulin is one of the most helpful hormones in the body. It is the hormone that tells your body or tells the cells in your body to begin burning glucose for energy instead of burning fat. So glucose will help you with energy. So again, a natural fruit or anything like that will that's good. Good sugar. Too much sugar can create a me- metabolic dysfunction that causes cells to become completely resistant to insulin. So if you eat way too much sugar, your body's going to stop producing insulin. And many people have gone into the surgery because of diabetes. And so can you imagine how much worse sugar is on that person in their body? Thank God I didn't have it, but it was definitely in my future if I hadn't taken control. So sugar is one of the biggest leaders in contributing to obesity, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and metabolic syndrome. So just focus on that. And then thank yourself for putting your health first. Hey guys, it's post-holidays and you all know how much I love my Orgain shakes. Love, love, love them so much and now I'm using them to get right back on track post-surgery. So because I'm not much of a breakfast person, I like to start my morning off with two scoops of the organic, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, totally clean protein powder. 
I prefer the vanilla bean, but the chocolate is just as good. And I do two scoops of my powder. I do a handful of strawberries for a little tartness, a little sweetness. And I do my silk protein nut milk, which has 10 grams of protein per one cup. It's a totally clean shake, completely vegan, and gives me 31 grams of protein to start off my day. You can do this too if you go to orgain.com and put in my promo code LizRal. 30 for 30% off your entire order. Not only do they have protein powder, they do have ready-made shakes, nutritional bars, and they just came out with some new uh, ready-made ingredients such as pancake mix. So if you're someone who misses protein pancakes or has been looking for a new, cleaner recipe, Orgain can help you. Again, that's Orgain.com, LizRal30 for your promo code at checkout for 30% off your entire order. Oh, the guilt of eating sugar at Christmas. It's definitely coming back. All right. So the the fifth reason why we should avoid sugar, everyone, is because too much added sugar in the diet has been linked to cancer. This one is kind of a reason for me. I mean, it's number five on the list, so it clearly has some merit to it. But And I'm not a doctor. This is just my opinion. But it seems like everything is linked to cancer, and I feel like if we really knew what caused cancer, we'd be closer to a cure, or the FDA couldn't legally approve certain foods, whatever. Um, If you don't want to hear this reason, you can skip ahead 30 seconds, but here we go. According to my research, as one of the leading causes of death around the world, cancer is characterized by cells in the body growing uncontrollably. Insulin is the hormone in the body that helps stave this off. So as we just learned, we need insulin, and in order to produce insulin, we need glucose, not fructose. As previously mentioned, too much added sugar in the diet can cause cells to become resistant to insulin. This this has caused many scientists to believe, again believe, they haven't technically proven it, that the nutrient-deficient added sugars in the body Nutrient, sorry, nutrient-added sugars in many foods lead directly to cancer in the body if they are taken in large enough amounts. So for all of you all who were sugar addicts who went to the surgery, you're probably going through withdrawal. I, Like I said, I was not really a sugar addict. Um, I feel like I was when I was eating my mom's crack cookies that I hadn't had in 10 years, but I'm home now, and Lord knows I'm not going to bake those. So I'm feeling a little bit better. But just so we're factually clear, sugar is known to be a driver of inflammation, and the scientific scientific community inflammation ha- also has relatively. Uh, <laughs> oh, guys, I'm too tired to podcast today. Just so uh, let's go back. Inflammation also has relatively direct link to cancer. So mm, take that reason for what you will. Moving on. Number six, sugar promotes the growth of fat in the body. I feel like we all know this. Anyone who's been going through the bariatric process, classes, the journey, you've had surgery, you're five years out, we all know sugar leads to being fat. Those people who just chow down on sugar but seem to be thin aren't necessarily healthy. So keep that in mind because we just learned how much it poisons the liver, right? And your insulin. There's a huge difference between the fats we need and fats we don't. In short, real sugars create good fats. So again, sugars you find in natural substances. Fake sugars create bad fats. 
When you take in too much added sugar, you are actually changing the way your brain responds to food. High fructose does not trigger the satisfaction mechanism in the brain. So we kind of learned about this in class, um, about the reward center of your brain and what triggers it. So if you're eating a lot of sugar, eventually your brain kind of becomes numb to that versus something that's a treat every once in a while. So this is why many people on a high fructose diet can eat much more food than people who are on nat relatively natural diets. And in effect, fructose keeps people hungry. So not only is it not filling, it's going to keep you to eat more. And then you're going to end up in taking more fructose, which is going to hurt your insulin levels. And then you're adding the physical fat into your body. Not a natural fat, not something that's good like an avocado, bad processed fat. Most people who eat fake sugars have a higher caloric intake than overall in their diets. So again, you know, guys, you know, I like to preach about keeping clean. I'm not 100% clean all the time. I try my best. It's kind of an 80-20. But the more natural you can keep your diet, the more you learn to cook and you know what's going into your food, the better you will do on this journey. Trust me. This I am sure of. Reason number seven why you should give up sugar, the one everyone knows, it's highly addictive. It's literally a drug because the effect that it has on the reward center of your brain. So think about that. Sugar is a drug, you guys. That white processed crap in the store is a drug. And don't trick yourself with coconut sugar or almond sugar or whatever. It's all sugar, right? So unless you're eating an actual piece of coconut, keep it in mind. All kinds of sugar, good and bad, cause a release of dopamine in the brain, and that hormone signifies a feeling of reward in the body. However, junk foods and foods that are high in fructose, corn syrup, cause too much of the dopamine release. It's the same kind of high caused by many illegal drugs. Hmm. I wonder if there's like a correlation between crackheads and sugar addicts. I would like a study on this. Because don't crackheads also have tooth decay? Uh-hmm. We'll continue. If anyone out there knows, let me know. So people can become quite addicted to this high, especially people with a biological predilection towards addictive behavior. The best way to stay out of this group is just to completely swear off junk food with high or any added fructose in the first place. And this kind of this one kind of really annoys me because I don't. There have been commercials for years where high fructose corn syrup is natural and it's okay for you and blah blah blah. And it's it's really not. So that just goes to show you. Don't believe everything you see on TV. Uh, reason number eight to give up sugar. It's the leading cause of obesity in adults as well as in children. So if you're a mom or a dad, or a mommy and a mommy and a daddy and a daddy or whatever. Be aware that what you do sets an example for your children. Uh, my sister-in-law and I had this conversation many years ago because she realized she was saying the word diet and fat in front of her daughters too often. And so one day one of them came home and they were really young and they were like, I'm too fat. And it triggered something in her because she realized she was setting her example and they were paying attention. So the more you make a big deal out of sugar or the lack of sugar in your diet, the more your children are going to pay attention. Just remember that. And because added sugar has the effect on the brain and body simultaneously, it's a huge catalyst for obesity because we've just learned it's addictive, right? And we learned all about how it creates the bad fat in your body. So 
because people can become physically addicted to sugar, they will completely forego the health, their health as well as the health of their bodies or of their family. So uh, that's it. That's kind of a harsh fact, but it's probably realistically true because I remember my parents were always like doing the new trend or the slim flash shakes or whatever. Um, and maybe that's why I kind of had an issue with my body. I don't know. I can't say that for certain. I'm just saying I remember it to this day and I'm 35 years old. So we have to make lifestyle changes in this program, but they're lifestyle changes that anyone can make and you can make for your whole family and you're not depriving them because you're feeding your, your body and your family's body's nutrients. Uh, number nine, not only is sugar linked to cancer, it's a direct link and proven to contribute to heart disease. So heart disease is the number one cause of death around the world. However, many people have associated heart disease with only saturated fats, which is a complete mischaracterization of what saturated fats and sugars do to your body. It's actually sugar that causes the heart disease through a rise in the body cholesterol. This is a direct link. Scientists have known about this forever. I mean, many, many decades. However, the food industry as a whole has a definite economic reason to keep this fact from you because saturated fats have fallen out of favor in pop culture and sugar is added to nearly every product in the grocery store. And you'll see that on things like zero saturated fats, blah, 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 blah. But look at the sugar levels. Always look at the sugar. Or the sugar alcohols, those are also terrible for you. And they're going to give you the runs. So unless you want to shart at work, don't do it. And the 10th reason sugar destroys your social life. This was not a reason I had really considered, but because of the addictive nature of sugar, many people will forego relationships with people and limit their activity in order to make more of it. I don't want to go out. I can stay at home and eat. I don't want to go out. I can stay at home and have wine. I don't want to go out. I don't feel comfortable in my body. It all quickly starts to link together, right? So as the body becomes more unhealthy and more obese, there's less of a reward associated with the physical activity as well. So that reward center in your brain's not going off. This reward center in your brain is only being activated through junk food, and now you're not getting that reward center activated from any sort of physical exertion from any sort of exercise, from any sort of social engagement, and you're becoming more and more of a recluse because you don't feel fulfilled because you're not getting that reward center pleasure. So those are my 10 reasons. I'm going to add a bonus 11th reason, and that is primarily because it's something I see a lot on my Facebook board, and that is because, the to me, the 11th, Maybe even for bariatric patients, the number one reason to give up sugar is that it causes stomach acid. Stomach acid causes acid reflux. If you had it before, a lot of people will tell you you'll have it worse with VSG surgery. That's not entirely true. That's kind of a myth. Um, You could have it less with VSG surgery, you could have it with R&Y surgery just as badly uh, before or after any other kind of surgery. The root cause is sugar. And could you just imagine having heartburn every day but not changing your diet? And it's, it's so simple. If you cut out the sugar, that acid will be cut in half as well. So take that for what it's worth. 
I hope everyone had the happiest of holidays. I know I did. I got to see all my family. got to see my nieces and nephews. My 21-year-old nephew was even home as well. Got to see him. That was unexpected. Drove across Kansas with my husband, who I have been quarantined with since March, and we're both now working from home full-time, and managed not to kill him in 11 hours each direction. So that's probably like, I don't know, like that's got to be a record. I have been with him night and day for months. It's exhausting. We're going on month 10 come January. Guys, pray that we all get the vaccine soon. <laughs> all right. I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. It was, um, I tried to, to do something different. Next week, I'll probably go back to my same old, same old. But if you have topics you want discussed or questions you want answered, never hesitate to reach out. You can find me on my website at lizraofficial.com or on Instagram or Facebook at the same ID of Liz Route Official. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.